Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Hello, everyone. Today we are here with Kate. Hello. We took inspiration from last year when we did the one-star reviews of books, and now we're going to do one-star review of movies. As a caveat, I am bad with movies. I talk about that all the time on here, so it will be an adventure yeah, it's going to be fun. We pulled our reviews from Letterboxd this time, which is a social movie reviewing platform, kind of like Goodreads, but for movies. Mm-hmm. People on Letterboxd are a lot more succinct, and they are a lot more vulgar than they are on Goodreads. Yes. We will not be swearing. <laughs> no. family friendly, but just so everyone is aware, it's a slightly different scene. Very much so. You can tell that the reviews are completely different from like the Goodreads story graph that community to the people who are very into movies and intensely review movies yes it is more intense a little more snarky but it's fun (laughs) it'll it'll be fun okay first the biggest disappointment of my life besides my life (laughs) picture it a young man just beginning to dive deeper into cinema he pops this film into the dvd player having heard for ages that it's a masterpiece Imagine the shock and sadness he feels when it turns out to be one of the most boring things he's ever sat through. <laughs> At least it's a very pretty film, and the music is nice. This is... Is this The Green Knight? No. Is this Jaws? No. Okay, continue. The soundtrack of Jaws being nice. <laughs> <laughs> the second one. Any people online that have said that reading an article makes this film better is a complete tool. A film is to make you feel something other than completely bored. The amazing cinematography and camera shots are outstanding. But it's that what makes a good film? Absolutely not. To give five stars for a film with no story but a good musical score and camera shots is pathetic. It's a cinematic equivalent of someone pretentiously liking a blank canvas with a red square on, then selling it for millions and saying it's revolutionary. Don't do my boy Rothko bad. Don't do that to him. Um, this has got to be 2001 Space Odyssey, is. isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. I enjoy the bits right there. What's the Rothko? Standard criticism for I know. people who don't study art history. I know. Don't get me started. As a side, I do enjoy Rothko, too. Mm-hmm. So... The next person, Reed Mann, who tries to tell me I didn't like this film because I didn't get it, will get punched in the face. In conclusion, I hate men, space, and men in space. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was never warned how much breathing was in this film. So true. (laughs) So true. I'm amazed that no one can hear you scream in space, yet everyone and their mother can hear you breathe. (laughs) It's disgusting. I think it's time for a long nap. (laughs) and i have one more Uh uh-huh just what do you think you're doing stanley stanley i really think i'm entitled to an answer to that question i know this movie has been painfully boring the entire time but i can assure you now very confidently that i genuinely did try to appreciate it i feel much worse now i really do stanley i can see you tried really hard on this i honestly think you should sit down calmly take a stress pill and think over what you really needed to make this movie stanley for those who don't know that's the that's what hal says at the end when dave has to disconnect him 
He's trying to convince him not to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That got me. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. I have a lot, but they're all like short. Okay. I don't know why it didn't work. It just didn't. There was so much happening, yet nothing was happening. And I swear the same scene plays out like 20 times. I feel like this is a this could be anything. <laughs> this could be anything. I barely watched this because I was so checked out. So many characters, so many action scenes, so many big dramatic swells of score, so few neurons firing in my brain. <laughs> I don't like any of these characters or the screenplay or the lamely choreographed action scenes. I also don't like the dark, drab cinematography. I honestly I- I'm gonna keep don't going. Know. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. The guy in this movie is too slimy. Woefully misguided start to a franchise that nevertheless became a global success. Ended up playing chess with a friend, and that was somehow more exciting. (laughs) This movie is the world heavyweight champion of making me want to reach for my phone. Is this Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They're so rude. Yeah, I know. People on Letterboxd pull no punches. I don't understand. (laughs) I I have some more. They're all like one sentences. Oh, God. My son likes this series, which makes me feel like I'm failing as a parent. (laughs) Watched in police custody did not have a good time. (laughs) Kira Knightley can have sexual tension with a rock, but not even she can carry Orlando Bloom. (laughs) Oh, no. And then, (laughs) last one. I hate pirates. Ninja supremacy. Rented Pirates of the Caribbean, the Crystal Black Pearl, from Blockbuster, mm-hmm. because I'm old. I watched it like three times in one day. <laughs> what was that, like eight hours? Yeah, I don't know. It was like, it's like three hours long. I was doing nothing, I don't know. Respect. Honestly, respect. <laughs> this movie is so slow that it can be used as a desktop wallpaper. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what this is, but go on. The most enjoyable part of this film was the first minute and 30 seconds of just a black screen with some music. <laughs> is this, um, no, keep, keep going. I think I know what this is, but keep going. Yesterday, I had to drive for 10 hours back home from a wedding. I was tired, hungover, and completely worn out from the weekend. This movie was harder to get through than that drive. Yeah. Yeah, this is Star Trek The Motion Picture. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, classic. It's like, dude, that's one of Space Odyssey, but for people who like Star Trek. It has its place in pop culture history, a major motion picture based on a long-dead TV show that was relaunched on the big screen, with its original cast intact thanks to the intensity of the fan base. And not just any major motion picture, but the most expensive movie made up to that time. It's pretty close to unwatchable, though. Oh. (laughs) People don't know... People don't, like, appreciate the 40 minutes of slow-motion, gigantic model <laughs> spaceship flybys. They're going through this, like, alien spaceship that takes, like, an hour. Because they're just showing you all, like, the landscapes of the alien. Okay. It's not for everybody. Where's Chris Pine? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't chase after a weird space cloud for two hours. <laughs> No, Spock, don't mind that with the alien. <laughs> Walked out walls. <laughs> it, 
It was boring, and the special effects sucked, and it was just beyond mid, and Spock was not as cool as they made him out to be. <gasps> Spock slander at Letterboxd. Spock slander! Who are these people? Who doesn't love Spock? I don't know. I thought you were going to say you don't love Spock, and I would have walked out. <laughs> I, know you'd be like, I quit. I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. anymore. <laughs> I can't do this. I have no problems with Spock. Yeah, that's what I thought. It better stay that way. <laughs> Spock's awesome. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah, oh. I'm scared. Okay. I first heard of this film when a kid in secondary school asked me if I was named after the boy in it. Suffice to say, no, since my mother isn't an emo. <laughs> okay. I don't oh, really get how anyone any older or any younger than 15 can watch this film and not want to tell it to grow up and get over itself. I can tell you for sure that zero directing occurred on the set of this movie because just about every actor stands around and speaks their lines like this is a high school play. Is this Halloween Town? No. Am I close? N- kind of. Uh. Shout out to my fellow Pitt and Stage crew from the 2009 high school production. <laughs> I, I don't care for the material, but we sounded a lot better than these clowns. This is a high school musical. No. Did you put that on your list? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I hope one day we get a film adaptation that is brave enough to be as dark as it can be, that lets the ensemble and orchestrations live, and that casts its leads without the favoritism that leads to these very meek vocals. Is it Raise Your Voice? No. Is it Sweeney Todd? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm in the process of making a PowerPoint about this. I'm so upset. <laughs> I, too, have done that. Tim Burton really decided to take one of the best scores of all time, rip it to pieces, and give it to people who can't sing. <laughs> These last two are great. The movie has way too much music in it. It basically relies <laughs> on the music. They should have focused more on the murder. As who doesn't like murder, I know I do. Although that isn't a omission of guilt. (laughs) It's a musical. I know, it's a musical. Anthony's love for Joanna seemed baseless, just because if it didn't happen, the plot would not exist at all, so no movie. That one makes the least sense out of any one of these that I've read. Or Jamie Campbell (laughs) Barrage. Anthony's love. If it didn't happen, there'd be no movie. That's every single movie ever. It really is. If Sorry. Indiana Jones wasn't an adventurer, he, none of the movie would have happened. No. If Luke <laughs> didn't like the, if Luke didn't go and get those droids, then the movie wouldn't happen. Like, yeah, we know it's because it's like a movie. It's the plot of the movie. It's happening. To quote Harry Styles, it's like a movie. It's like a movie, you know. I forgot he said. This movie was great when I watched it as a child. Now I feel it hasn't aged well. Very dated, not very entertaining, quite boring in parts. It's always good to go ahead and give it a watch, though. I would say it's well and truly overrated. This could be any movie that I put on my list. <laughs> gory and terrifying, don't recommend. What gory movie did I put on my list? Okay. You'll probably get it after the next one. Okay. A bunch of bland white men engage in two hours of boring conversation in which they manage to never show an emotion other than aggression, even if their children just almost died, while they are trying to kill a living creature without ever feeling an ounce of empathy. The music does not fit the feeling of the scenes half the time, and these pathetic characters' attempts to one-up each other in their toxic masculinity 
Almost got my eyeballs stuck from all the rolling around they had to do. What? You'll definitely get it after this one. Okay. One star because now everyone is afraid of sharks instead of the real enemy, oh. polar bears and saltwater oh. crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> the music didn't fit. Can we go? The music didn't fit what was happening? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? This is Jaws. Yes. Just so everyone is aware. Yes, it is Jaws. Um, wow. That is... People on Letterboxd, like, still <laughs> surprise me. I can't... I, I don't understand how these people live or think. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay. This is the last one I have. Okay. Um, it's also very relatable to me because it gave me a sense of nostalgia. Okay. All right. By far the scariest movie of all time, and it isn't close. My parent forced me on the ride at Disneyland slash Universal or whatever it was when I was like five, <laughs> and I still have nightmares about it 20 years later. This movie guaranteed me an extreme phobia of water, ocean, and sharks for the rest of my life, giving it one star out of the fear that the sharks will see this review and walk onto land and kill me in my home. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went on that ride at Disney Universal when I was about five, and it was very scary. I didn't have nightmares about it. What was it? All right, so the Jaws part, I believe it was, like, kind of all movies, but I just remember Mm -hmm. the Jaws part. Mm -hmm. You, like, are on tracks in water, and you go into, like, a hut thing that's kind of broken down, and the shark comes out and tries to, like, kill you. Oh. Um, And, like, electrical cords are, like, sparking, and it was uh, very scary for a five-year-old. That's crazy. I did not get a phobia of water, ocean, or sharks from it, though. Yeah, no. I mean, I just love Bruce. The shark model that was, like, incredibly insufferable and was breaking all the time and didn't work, and they all hated it so much. Bruce has a special place in my heart. All payoffs with no setups. Things just happen, and then more things happen. I've never seen a movie crumble under its own breakneck pace quite like this. (laughs) Okay. Uh, this is The Goonies for Millennials, a basically unwatchable movie that people go to go to bat for because they grew up with it. I feel like I should know it. An utterly cheesy and brainless mess. Major plot holes, mind-boggling plot conveniences, and blatant illogic abound in literally every sequence. Is it The Mummy? Sure is. <laughs> it sure is. Why they turned a great horror classic into a third-rate Indiana Jones, I may never understand. <laughs> so mean. Um, really not looking forward to the sequels if this is the one people like. <laughs> Too much sand. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that person was serious. But it's so funny. <laughs> it takes place in the desert. It's in Egypt. <laughs> um... Didn't realize they had CGI by the late 90s, dot, dot, dot. They shouldn't have. It was too soon. Sad face. (laughs) This one's great. I've seen people's mums that look worse than the mummy. Not scary. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Last one. Basically, the only thing I liked was that Imhotep looked like the main dude of any given 90s Eurodance band, and this would really have been so much better. This really would have been so much better movie if an uplifting 4-4 old school trance beat would have started playing every single time he said something. I love The Mummy. It did annoy me, though, in the sequel, when they just, like, kind of left their kid to die. Oh. At the beginning. Not really. But, like, stuff's happening, and they're like, oh, it's a date night. And I'm like, 
there's like a mommy attacking London. Like, take care of your kid. <laughs> okay. Didn't care about this at all. But yeah, sure. It had cool special effects. Okay. Scarier than any horror movie I've seen. Okay. I did not care for what was happening in this movie. I guess I had to grow up with it to really find it interesting at all. Very much something you'd end up watching because it's playing in the background of a party. Interesting. Okay. All because Colonel Sanders wanted to play God. <laughs> oh, this Jurassic Park. <laughs> the special effects are awesome. They're great. They're, they're great. All, most of them are practical. It's like half and half, but yeah. it holds up. Like, you it's know it's practical. CGI. Yeah, it's like you know it's the CGI, but it's awesome. Okay. One of the dumbest concepts. Why would the first thing you do after basically realiving dinosaurs be to make a zoo? Capitalism is like, oh, sure. Let's put the biggest predators known to man in cages and build an amusement park around them. The only good thing about it was Jeff. But that's literally the point of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) The point of the movie is that you shouldn't put giant predators in a zoo. And that you shouldn't. Oh, I'm so I'm, I feel like I'm gonna explode. Sometimes this stuff, this is like the same feeling I would get when I was reading like Goodreads reviews of the classics, yeah. and people just don't understand. Oh boy, I have I have one more. Not all the dinosaurs were from the Jurassic. The one on the poster is from the Cretaceous. Colonel Sanders didn't care about that. He cared about money. It's true. That's yeah. Who cares? And, I don't know. Jurassic Park sounds a little better than Cretaceous and Jurassic Park. Yeah. Don't go to Universal. or Do they have Jurassic Park at Universal? Well, they have that touring show, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's basically Walking with Dinosaurs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I saw that when I was a kindergartner. <clears throat> in, like, before the dinosaurs came on stage, I was terrified. And then as soon as they came on stage, I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> it was like five. It was awesome. My favorite dinosaur is still the Segosaurus to this day. I'm a Triceratops kid. Respect. Okay. The self-seriousness and forced tension is a constant annoyance and makes it impossible to enjoy. It's absolutely obsessed with its own intelligence and tension and never manages to convey either in any meaningful capacity. First half was just nothing, and then the second half was nothing people trying to unravel a nothing that happened in the beginning. Also, that was truly the least climactic climax of all time. Is it the prestige? No. When are people going to realize that classic does not equal good? Um, Is it Psycho? Yes. (laughs) Oh, no. I got some good ones. It's pretty clear that the director doesn't respect his audience as he literally sits us down at the end, forces our jaws open, and force feeds us information that we already know. Honestly, like, I wouldn't put it like that, but I can see where this person is going. I can see it. Wow, I did not see that coming. I was so scared. These are all just these these are all just goofy. This genre of film will never speak to me and it will never get my attention. Therefore, I watched Puss in Boots The Last Wish for the third time this week after it was done to experience real cinema. This is a tough one because it's not better than The Godfather, but it's also not worse. <laughs> They do not say the name of this movie in the movie. Strange guy. I can fix him. (laughs) I'm too in love to like any movies these days. (laughs) That's it. 
That last one might be my favorite. <laughs> my last one for this episode. Great plot, great development, interesting take on a murder mystery. Amazing movie all around. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, and none of you will ever know why. <laughs> what? I'm getting some mixed signals. I How many times has this movie put me to sleep? Six times. One anticlimactic, totally void of anything redeeming slog. I hated it. Oh. Is this like Glass Onion? Murder mystery. Okay. Not a 50s funky slow motion falling sequence. Also like, just nah. Okay. The murderer wasn't the scariest part of this movie. It was actually the middle-aged main character who was anything but likable. What? Is this Exorcist 3? No. Okay. Everyone knows a woman never leaves her apartment without every piece of jewelry she currently (coughs) owns. If she does, then she probably got murdered. I have no idea what this is. Princess Grace Kelly, come through. <laughs> oh, is this um, Vertigo or is it uh, Grace Kelly? Is this Rear Window? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you're so close on Vertigo. I know, I know. I was like, ugh. Well, it's rude to spy on people. They should apologize for spying. Whatever happened to movies about giant robots or movies about mystery-solving dogs? If I wanted to look out the window for two hours, uh, I'd look out a window or something. I could do it too. (laughs) I don't even know if that person is serious or not, which is the best part. That was my last one. Okay, let me do my last one for this episode. Every ounce of it reeks with insincerity and an utter disregard for tragedy. Is it Titanic? Sure is. (laughs) Okay, alrighty, you're going to like these now. A random historical event gets the Hollywood treatment for no apparent reason. It was too long. Also, I couldn't hear it over my stupid dog. If you want to watch this movie, don't. Watch Fast and the Furious 5 instead. They never get to where they wanted to go. Fix the ending and the rating will improve. (laughs) That's the whole point. Uh, this movie looked so promising, but personally I would say it is the worst film ever made. Not only does it lay aside any consideration of real stories that happened on the ship, but it constructs a piece of ridiculous class-divide mush instead. Oh my. Boring, overlong, and simply horrid, Titanic sinks before it even leaves port. I actually believe in the Titanic less after watching this movie. It's a real thing that has happened. (laughs) Jack and Rose weren't real, but like those people actually died. Try telling that to this person. They don't believe in it anymore. All of this could have been avoided if I was the captain. I don't think so. Um, Cameron's Titanic is an insult to all victims of the Titanic, all romance movies, all drama movies, The Wizards of Waverly Place, (laughs) Hannah Montana, The Sweet Life on Deck, every string instrument, all Celtic folk music, God and my (laughs) well-being. How is he in such Wizards of Waverly Place? I don't know. I want to know. The boat episodes. Do you remember, like, The Sweet Life on Deck with... Hannah oh, Raven. the crossover. That's, that's so Sweet Life or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's both of us to five, right? Yep. Okay, so that's where we're going to stop for this week. Next week, we will um, pick this back up and do the rest of ours. So tune in for more wild reviews of movies. See you later. Goodbye. 
If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or anything else, please contact me at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or feel free to call the library at 570-348-3000. Thank mm-hmm. you.